Welcome, 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 and thank you for joining us once again for New Philadelphia Ministries Bible Study. My name is Pastor Stephen Berthelow. That is Pastor John Matthews, and we're excited to bring you the Word of God this evening or this morning or this afternoon, whenever you're watching this. Um, we want to encourage you, if this message blesses you or if this channel has blessed you thus far and you, you've been wondering, how can I support them? I want to support them. What they're doing needs to be heard by the masses. Well, it's actually quite simple. All you have to do is click the subscribe button, click the share button, click the like button. And in doing so, you Do will help now. promote. Yeah, you'll help promote this content. Do it right now. And, uh, and it'll get in front of the people who you believe that it can bless. And if it's been a blessing to you, it definitely will be a blessing to somebody else. So I want to encourage you uh, to do that. And I thank you for every person who has subscribed to the channel thus far. Amen. Thank you. With that you. being said, I'm going to go ahead and open up with a word of prayer. Then I'll toss it over to you, Pastor Matthews. Yes, sir. Father God, thank you, Lord, for another opportunity to uh, come together. And I thank you, God, just for bringing us here through, you know, whatever might have been happening throughout our day, throughout our week, Lord. You have brought us here once again to do one thing and one thing only. And it's the most important thing that we can do. It's the best thing that we can do. And that is to speak with you and to and to search your word for, for your truths that that can that can restore us, that that can make us whole, that can that can save Lord. Yes. And so I just thank you, God, for for this opportunity, because that's what it is. It's an opportunity that you have provided that we're able to come together and, and, and simply do this. God, I pray that this message today is a blessing to every single one uh, who hears it. Uh, um, and, and listens to it, whether it be on, you know, the audio or the video, whatever, doesn't matter. Lord, let this message, let this video and, and audio reach the people whom yes. you intended to reach so that it can do the work that you intend for it to do in our hearts and in our souls. It's in Christ's name I pray and ask it all. Amen. 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 Well, Pastor, today uh, we want, we're continuing our series on temptation. And uh, we're going to talk about something that, that we all find ourselves doing from time to time. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we don't even notice it. Uh, it. It's a temptation that's different from uh, some of what we call the big sins, but in a sense it, it's, it is a big sin. Yeah. Um, and that's the temptation to test God. Lord. The temptation to test God. Uh, when we look at the introduction uh, to the Bible study today, the author was talking about uh, an incident when he was really young. Uh, he was in uh, middle school, and it was a new school, and, you know, he was trying to get used to things. And uh, he he was in a classroom, and, you know, he was kind of looking at this young lady and, and uh, winking and blinking, and, you know, he was starting to get a little interest there. Mm-hmm. And he was trying to figure out, okay, well, is this is there going to be something to this? Is 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 this going to work? You know, I okay. mean, so he was a you know a, a Christian, so he decided that he was going to to pray and God was going to give him an answer, so he'd know whether or not this is the one. He's like, I think this is the one, so this is what I'm going to pray. So in the classroom. There was an air conditioner. Okay. So he looks at the air conditioner and he says, "Oh yeah, I know where I can ask." And you know, and he and then he thinks about you know, uh, he wants to be with this young lady and he's got to do something and he wants God to answer him, and so 
he he prays this prayer that God, if if this this young lady that I'm smiling at, if she's the one, here's what I want want to happen. At the exact time, not not like it normally happens, because normally you'd have to change the thermostat, you know, either by the thing on the wall or by, by the remote, you have to change the thermostat mm-hmm. manually. But he's going to pray a prayer, and at a, at a exact particular time that he's going to pray this prayer, God's going to kick ter- on the kick on the air conditioner. <laughs> and if and if he if and the air conditioner comes on perfectly time with oh, his Lord. prayer, then he'll know that this is going to work between. Uh, himself and the oh my goodness yeah yeah well needless to say at that perfect time when he thought the air conditioning was going to come on nothing happened Mm, surprise yeah and he's like oh well maybe god didn't speak now he went on to learn that that's not how it works right and that in this particular case he was actually you know tempting god Mm mm-hmm uh, you know, God, you got to do it this way because this is the way, you know, I wanted to go so I'll know what I know and didn't happen. But when we look at Scripture, and this is kind of where our text is going today, this is a, the same kind of situation that Jesus found himself in uh, be, after he had, you know, had the 40-day fast, been baptized. He's in the wilderness, and, and he's dealing with Satan, and Satan is actually trying to get him to do uh, with bread and all these other the same thing that this guy was trying to do with the air conditioner mm-hmm. and that is uh, you know I'm unsure of, within myself so I need to put God to the test so that I can be sure right it's one thing to ask God okay God just you know you 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 communicate to me how I'm to know that this is the person instead okay God this is what you got to do right so we get trapped into uh, trying to pull God into our comfort zone and, and to get him to do things that will, will come up with our result. Mm-hmm. Not wise. Right. Not wise. So you, you're to ask God to communicate to you uh, what his decision is. And God has a way to, to lead us and guide us. God has a way to communicate with us. To, to make us to know exactly what his will is. Yes, sir. And God knows when you believe and you're in your, you're acting on faith and God knows when you're doubt, mm-hmm. when you're doubting and, and you're actually asking him to fix your doubt. Right. Uh, he knows the difference, you know, which is uh, big. Yes. The big difference there. Yeah. Yeah. Cause anything, the Bible says anything out of faith is actually sin. sin. Right. Yeah. So, well, you know, if he do this, maybe, you know, and I hear this in people's prayers. I hear Christians pray, you know, some of the most faithless prayers. Mm-hmm. Well, God, uh, I'm hoping since I know you're supposed to be the, the great I am, that you'll be that I am for me. And, you know, I've been wondering for a while when you was going to move. And, but I'm believing now that you might, yeah. God. Yeah. Do, yeah. Too many variables in that prayer. Too many yeah. if, ands, or buts. Uh, and, and God can hear not just the words, but the heart behind the words. You're going to talk to God. You're going to believe in God, going to move in God. It must be done in faith. Yeah. I, you know, in talking, just looking at that particular thing as you were speaking, uh, one of the areas I think that comes into play here is 
is a lot of people have the wrong interpretation of what faith is, uh-huh. what that looks like, and how you apply it. Because right. I, I hear people oftentimes when they talk about having faith, let's say they're talking about, you know, some type of life event or, or something they're looking to have, some type of achievement they want. And they go, well, I'm just going to keep having faith that it's going to come to pass for me. You know, it has nothing to do with God at all. Right. It has to do just, it's like just having faith for the sake of faith. Yeah. And I'm just going to trust and believe in this just for the sake of trusting and believing in this. But when you understand that as, as a Christian, when we talk about faith, we're not talking about faith in faith. Uh-huh. We're talking about faith in God. Right. And so this is the faith that God has provided us to have. Faith is a gift. My faith that I trust and believe in God is a gift of God. God right. has given me that I can actually trust and believe in him. So it's not that I'm trusting just in trust itself. I'm trusting. I'm just believing, hoping and believing that I'm going to have X, Y, and Z. Uh, well, it's easy to have doubt in that area. Yes. Because it's not based on anything. Right. It's not based on anything I actually heard that God actually said. It's based on just the fact that I, it's a desire I have. And that's you one know? of the points which will become even more clear in a few moments. Faith in God has to be based on uh, God's character or God's yes. word. Yes. Amen. Which yes. are in line with one another. Amen. You know. Um, I'm going to believe like this, and you know, I'm going to say the magic words, faith in God. Right. <laughs> Lord Jesus, man. We like throwing God on stuff. Yeah, yeah, Just yeah, to, yeah. you know, make it seem right. Yeah, you know? it's like hot It's like hot sauce on bad food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to throw a little, you know, in the name of Jesus on it. Okay. It's going to all be better. That's it. It doesn't work. Lord, bless this uh, sugary uh, diabetes-filled donut for the nourishment of my body. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. (laughs) Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't do that. You you know, you you, you sin against your own body. You asking God to help you with that. Oh, Lord. Unbelievable. Lord, have mercy. Yeah. But uh, we'll get in situations like Jesus. He's out in the wilderness. Uh, He hadn't eaten in 40 days. And Satan comes and says, hey, man, you got to be hungry. Why not a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? You know, and and then, you know, it's like, okay, I know what you're here to do. And you keep quoting these scriptures. Well, I'm going to quote some scripture too. Right. And he takes him up to, you know, now notice he didn't take him to any old place. He takes him to the temple and says, hey, here's a good place to show everybody. Yep. You know, here's a good crowd here in and here's the scripture, you know. And so he caught, and this is when most temptation comes. He caught Jesus in a seeming vulnerable moment. Right. And hit him with it. Yeah. Jumped right right in there. Absolutely. If you notice, if, if you eat and you're full, uh, and all of a sudden somebody runs up to you with a donut, mm. it don't do the same thing as... Mm-mm. If you didn't eat breakfast today, mm-hmm. you 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 about to slide past lunch is one thirty, and here's some free donuts. That, oh Lord! You know, a couple of them tied you over until you get something to eat. Oh Lord! Yeah, that's a different experience. Yeah, and uh, and often we need to make sure that we understand uh, how vulnerable we are in, in, in different instances. Mm-hmm. It, we would avoid a lot of sin. Okay, if I get in this predicament, this is probably going to cause me some problems. Right. So either I don't get in it, or if I get in it, I got to realize, you know, get ready to fight. Yeah. Because that's what it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what the Holy Spirit will do. The Holy Spirit will, like, as so long as you listen, 
Mm-hmm. The unfortunate side is we don't listen well enough. But right. if we would listen to the Holy Spirit, he'll he's showing. He'll tell you, don't don't go do there. this. Yeah, don't do there. Don't it, go. Yeah, it's gonna hurt you. You know. Mm-hmm. You know. It, now you, you gotta listen. You, you know. That's just it. Gotta I listen. just got paid, and I got a little bonus, and I'm on my way home. Blow it. <laughs> yeah, and there is the mall on no, the no. way home. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Now I don't have to go that way. Nope. I could, don't. you know, I can go this way and get home. Yep. You know, I don't have to go down Tyrone Boulevard. Mm-hmm. But but what do I do? I go down Tyrone Boulevard, knowing that the mall is over there, and right. I'm in the right lane. I'm right. not even in the middle lane. Okay. Perfectly and, in the turn yeah. lane. And by some magic happening. I find myself in Dillard's yes. at the cash register with about $400 worth okay. of stuff. Yeah, didn't have to be that way. Nope. Yep. The point is we can trust God without playing games, without putting him to the test. We can actually trust him and not act like we trust him uh, or just using the words when really in our heart we're tempting him. Yes. Yeah. God does not appreciate It's not in our best interest to act in that way. Mm. So our scripture starts at Matthew 4 or 5. Then the devil took him, Jesus, to the holy city and set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down for it is written. He will command his angels concerning you and on their hands they will bear you up lest you strike your foot against a rock. So he's saying, Jesus, you know, people are wondering, and they really need to know. I want to know too. Mm. Now, by the way, he already knew. Right. You know, the Satan, now, here's the crazy part. Satan had been up in heaven with Jesus before he get kicked out, and the same Jesus that he was up in heaven with, he's looking at him. In this physical body, knows who he is. The, the spirits can recognize spirit. Yet he says, "If mm. he knew, right?" And, and and when the devil is asking us questions, he knows what the answer is. Absolutely, he's just hoping we say the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so Jesus said, you know, he had he quoted scripture to tell him he was going to follow and not be disobedient the first time. Mention I uh, live by bread alone when he was suggesting the peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Now in this case, look, it's written: you shall not put the Lord your God to the test. You know that's that's just that's just not what needs to be done, right? And man, that is so what we need to do. Yes. You know, and 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 really, what Satan was saying, well, okay, well, prove this to the people. This is going to get you a better following. It's going to make it make it easier for you to minister to people if they just know for a fact. If they're just convinced, you know, that you are the Messiah. So you, you know, Jesus didn't. God was going to get that done anyway. Right. God was going to make that known anyway. They could have thought he was just, you know, some idiot jumping off off a building, mm-hmm. you know. But but the, by following God, God's purposes come to pass. So if he's doing this, he's not doing it for God's purposes. He's no. doing it for his own. Right. And that's what we can't allow ourselves to get trapped in. Well, we can be tempted. Uh, we can be tempted to test God 
for our own purposes. Well, and that that speaks directly towards when you talk about sin. Mm-hmm. And I I believe we spoke about this, if not the last session, the one before that. But mm-hmm. we're talking about the fact that we're led away and enticed by our, our own lust. So when we are tempted, we're tempted for our own purposes. Yes. It's, it's something in me, like this individual, here it is Satan speaking to us saying, hey, you know, if, you know, you do this, then you can have that. And it, but what he's really tempting you with is something that you look at in the same way that Eve says, oh, that fruit looks good. It's desirable to the eyes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's desirable to make one wise, and it looks it looks pleasant. Mm-hmm. You know, ooh, I might be able to get this, and I can be like, ooh, you know. So we have that same interaction, if you will, with Satan's uh, uh, influence. Yes. That Satan's whispering this and whispering these sweet nothings yes. in our ear, as opposed to just shutting it down. Jesus says, you shall not put the Lord God... Jesus didn't give any room for Satan to continue, though he tried to, of course. But Jesus didn't give any room for misinterpretation or right. whatever. I'm shutting this down. So, but too often at times when we get the, when those opportunities come to us, we don't just shut it down. No, we live in t- leaving too much room for 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 continued, you know, prodding for continued temptation to come about well I, I hear two words that we normally come up with around this time one is well okay and the other is i know but, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah 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 you're you're playing with it absolutely and you're gonna get yourself in trouble absolutely yeah if you if you get a if you give satan any room he gonna he gonna get you with it yes hey are you married Yes, leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> Bling. Get out my face. Yeah. I get it. Hey, officer, you want to arrest me? I'll take you straight to 49th Street. Yeah. And I'll you know take what? you to you know jail. What, and you know what, Pastor <laughs> Steven? People are like that. It doesn't even matter where they are. Yes. I remember a couple of years ago uh, when you first took over pastoring at uh, New Philadelphia Christian Center. Mm-hmm. We actually uh, were were recording a service here that was open uh, to the public that people were allowed to come mm-hmm. and sit in the audience. This is like the beginning of COVID, et cetera. So that was a, a young visitor mm-hmm. that was uh, a young lady that was here and seemingly really receiving the word. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she asked one of the older ladies after service, mm-hmm. immediately after service, you know, that young guy, I really didn't see a ring on his finger. Is, oh, I was preaching. Yeah. Oh, okay, go ahead. It wasn't me. <laughs> 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 yeah, I said, that young guy, I was noticing I didn't see a ring on his finger. Oh, is, Lord. Is he available? And uh, no, no, he's not. No, he's not. You better yeah. get up out of here. Yeah. That's crazy. But it happens like yeah, that, uh, you know? In church, yes. Supposedly hearing the word of God for the man of God, and you know, all of a sudden you having visions mm-hmm. and dreams. Yeah. Ain't that something? Yeah. yeah. Cause clearly it wasn't from God. I know. <laughs> at God least, at least your wife would probably. Right. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's it, wild. Mm-hmm. But that, but with again, the, with your two children as witnesses. But okay. <laughs> but if you leave the room for the temptation, yes. If you if if if, if you know oh you know you need a. Maybe you need a, a private counseling session. Okay, I was about, I, I was having know? lunch with another pastor, and I made this statement. Uh, a lot of pastors have worked hard for years to build a good re- reputation, 
and uh, have lost it in less than 20 minutes. Yep. Yep. And you can figure the rest of that out on the way home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not worth it. Nope. And and so we have to recognize uh, when we're being led into temptation. Absolutely. And choose to trust God. Trust him. Yeah. You got to have, you, you know, you can't miss this. No. I see what you're doing, Satan. Right. Right. I see you trying to tempt me. Recognize temptation. That's number one. Yes, sir. But better yet, choose to trust God. God. Yeah. Yeah. That'll keep you safe. That'll keep you safe. Because if, if, look, we, there's not one of us who don't have weaknesses. But I think it goes back to something you said a little earlier in that uh, we have to be, you know, honest with ourselves enough Mm -hmm. to know if I have that temptation, I get the bonus. Yes. I know if I drive in the area of this mall, I'm going to end up in this mall. Yes. So instead of taking Tyrone, let me turn on 38th Avenue and just go straight down 38th Avenue. Let me, let me, let me make, you know, let me not even drive in that direction because if I do, it's probably not going to end well. So I mm-hmm. have to be honest enough with myself and, and choose to trust God and say, God, I'm going to trust you. Trusting you isn't, well, I'm going to put my, now I'm going to test you and myself. I'm going to put myself in a situation. No, it's I'm gonna trust you and listen to what you have to say about this because mm-hmm. you're you got are the one telling me mm-hmm. turn off a little sooner. Yeah, and, you know? and and sometimes you know what you were tempted by in the past. Mm-hmm. So what makes you think you are gonna see the same thing again and be tempted just as much the second time? Absolutely. as you were the first. Absolutely. You know, just because she has on a different color dress, okay, <laughs> doesn't mean that you know something different is gonna right. go on. Right. Yeah. Just right. you know, just because. You know, this guy looks like this instead of that. Right. Well, for you, it's just a it, it's a, a guy. A guy. That's it. You know, it's going to be a problem. Right. You know, so, yeah, you don't need to be here in this situation like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember growing up, they would tell you little stuff like, you know, uh, good things don't happen after the after uh, midnight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so, yeah. Well, you know, there's a lot of truth to that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, why are you, why are you parking, uh, you know, in the dark? Okay, at, you know, at the end of the road on the beach at night, man. What kind of conversation do you expect you're gonna have? Okay, why are you sitting in the booth in the back in the corner in the dark? Well, there ain't gonna be too much talking. I can tell that. I'm much. just saying, it's gonna yeah. be a lot of something else. Yeah, so it, yeah. Why, why are you? Why, why? Why are you? Start beginning to watch a movie. Mm-hmm. That comes on at 11 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. And I, Listen, I can't tell you how many, you know, for those listening who don't know, I, I work in law enforcement as well. I can't tell you the number of, you would think this is a young person's game. Oh, no. <laughs> you would think. Oh. I can't tell you the number of oh. people at Lake Magori. Yeah. Lake Magori. Mm-hmm. You know, it gets real dark out there. There's no lights out there. Yeah. And you pull up. Put that flashlight through the window. Yeah. And they both just pop up. Yeah. I said, y'all too old to be out here like this. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. Y'all too old to be out here like this. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm sorry. No, don't tell me sorry. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what are you telling me sorry for? Yeah. You're you, you going you to use your entire social security check for the month to bail yeah. yourself out I'm of I'm trying jail. to tell you. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> it, it's sad. But so I think the point of that is there's no age limit to this. No. All these different issues. Yeah. You Matter know? of fact, uh, if you don't mature in God, you will mature in sin. I couldn't say it better myself. Yeah. 
I mean, that's just it. Yeah. You're going to grow in one. You're going to grow in one or the other. Yep. Yep. Yeah. If you don't mature in God, yeah, you, you'll mature in sin. Amen to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and some people try to play both sides. Can't do it. You know, I'm a, I'm gonna mature. I've seen pastors do that. I'm yeah. a, I'm gonna do all what God wants, but everybody got some kind of problem. Lord have mercy. Yeah, some problems you need not have. You know the sad part about that is is and I had someone tell me that, um and as though it was good advice. What? Yeah. I can't even go into it right now. I can't even go into the whole <laughs> I can't even we have to have a whole separate podcast to go yeah. into that conversation. Oh man! But the point is, this gonna get us some more likes. <laughs> oh, you want some likes, bro? We have to have look, look. We have to have New Philadelphia Ministries Bible Study after dark. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah we, they would really get into it, but yeah. the advice that was given as good advice mm-hmm. was horrible advice. So all mm-hmm. I can think of is, is you, as a pastor, are giving this same advice. To some other young, the difference is is I at least have learned enough to understand and knew is as soon as he was saying what he was saying, this is some some complete foolishness. So, well, you know. um, and don't let somebody else's foolishness uh, be your temptation. Mm. Yeah, we'll talk about that though. Uh, give an example. Yeah, like you, so okay. that way someone listening they they understand what you're saying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that was this. Uh, I won't. You know, I, I, I uh, I'm not gonna name names to protect the foolish sure. and the guilty. Uh, but that was this this lady that uh, she felt that God had called her. To a ministry to the male leaders of the church. And the way that she was supposed to serve them for the Lord was if there was problems at home and they were having struggles uh, physically and sexually, they they could come and she would minister to them as one of, one of the people within inside of the church so that they wouldn't ruin their reputation or go and, and do something outside of the body of Christ, uh, you know, that would damage their, their ministries in the long term. Okay, let me get this straight. So, <laughs> let me get this. Make sure I heard this clearly. So, it's a it's a female. Yes. And I missed it. You say it was a female minister? This this is her ministry, yes. Oh, this is her ministry. Yes. So in her ministry, and if I if I remember correct, I can't remember if she was a deaconess or whatever. But she yeah. And so, and, and, but her her particular ministry within the church, and that's if you're having sexual. Yeah, if that's a say, you misconduct? and your wife ain't getting along, and y'all got some struggles, and the enemy is tempting you. Then she'll come she in. Is, she is what's going to keep you from going to the world with your temptation. Yeah. So come to her with we, your temptation. Yeah, we're going to keep this in the house. And the wife knows about this, too. Well, uh, they haven't. No, nah, wife ain't got to know about this. Oh, no. We just going to meet the need. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry. True story. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh my goodness. 
Yeah, no, we not gonna let you. Her ministry was popping. (laughs) People home starting arguments so they could (laughs) go get some ministry. And no openings on the weekends. No openings on the weekends. Let me see if I can get you in at three, but I nope, I'm full at three too. That's crazy. I've known pastors that have gone through oh my goodness several wives, but still got the same girlfriend. That's crazy. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. This, I mean, this is why you know when as it pertains to sin, this is a great example of how sin. If you allow sin to linger, it's not going. It's well, only going to continue l- and get worse. Let me repeat myself. You can mature in God. You will mature in sin, or you will mature in sin. That's crazy. Well, maturing in sin is crazy. Sin yeah. is sin is kind of I mean, sin is kind of crazy in itself. In itself, yeah. But yeah. Wow. But that's that's the kind. See, like how uh, Satan is trying to help Jesus to justify tempting God. Right. It, we all go through that. Which is what I was about to say that we we all attempt to justify our sinful behavior. Yes. And that is a that shows a lack of maturity. Yes. Because it shows a lack of accountability. Yes. I, I'm not holding myself accountable for my sin. I'm still trying to justify why I did it in the first place. There you go. And why I'm going to do it again. And, and so, boom, I lead right back into it. Mm-hmm. Well, at least, like using that lady, well, at least I'm not out here in the world making the church look bad. No, I'm, I'm, you know? I'm not out there making it look bad. I'm in here making it look bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, if you got a ministry like that, that's like trying to uh, cover an elephant with a pillowcase. No. It, yeah. It, it's just it's just not gonna happen. Not at all. Yeah. Yeah. So so do what Jesus did. Satan came up with plan A. Jesus gave him the word. Gave him the word. Satan came up with plan B. And notice what Satan did. He Satan uses the word. Mm-hmm. Now, see, we gotta remember now. Satan Satan uh, you know, he's tricky. Absolutely. And, and, and he'll, he's tricky even with the truth. Yes. Because he tells Jesus, he, he quotes him Psalm 91, 11, For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. And on their hands they will bear you up lest you strike your foot against a stone. So he's saying, you can go ahead and do this. Uh, you know, God's got you. You know, it's not nothing. He, you're not gonna get hurt. It's not gonna be a problem. And honestly, Satan used like that was actually a good way to use that out of context. Yes. So if you're not skilled, you'll get caught up with that. You either oh, mature God. in God, right, or you mature in sin. Yes. Because you you don't even you if if you don't really know this scripture in context, right. You know, then you'll believe what he's saying what he's saying exactly. because it sounds good. It sounds right. Especially when it's what you want to do. Yeah. Well, that's, and that's, that, what you said there's the key. Mm-hmm. Because in your heart, it's what you truly want to do. So give me something close enough to justify, justify what I want to do. That's it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Man. Uh, it is amazing to me how often people twist truth. What I, what, hey, uh, hold on, double. I twist. I twist my own truth. You know, I mean, it, it, to validate a decision they want to make from their heart. It's criminal. We would call that libel. Well, it's, <laughs> you know, and spiritually, you're, it is. You're twisting. Yeah, you, you're taking something that God said, and you're twisting it. If someone does that to your own words, you want to sue them. Yes. You know. 
So you and and you will reap a punishment. Yeah. For uh, same, but not from people, but from God Himself. Man, He may use people. Yeah. But He's not gonna let you believe that you can do that and get away with it. Mm. Mm-hmm. So He says, Jesus, you know, and so Jesus says, uh, wrong scripture, buddy. Right. Yeah. Here's the right one. You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. Yeah. You know, no. This is not what you do. Right. Yeah. That's what the children of Israel did. And and uh, they're reminded of this uh, in, in, in the next scripture you're going to read. They're in the desert. Now, now, mind you, God knew where he was taking them when he brought them out of Egypt. Mm-hmm. God was well aware he was taking them into the desert. Right. Now, the same God that miraculously got you out of Egypt into the desert, wouldn't he be the same God that can miraculously keep you while you're in the, in the, des- into the desert and bring you into the promised land? One would think so. It's just that simple. Yeah. But the enemy is saying, God got y'all out here. No, excuse me. Let me, let me clear, clear it up. Moses got y'all Moses out got here. Right. Talking about God uh, led him. And y'all out here in the desert with no water, mm. you know ain't no God in that. Right. You know, and it ought to be some water. Yeah, it ought to be some water. Moses, where the water fountain? Where's the water? Now, God knew them, and he was testing them, and he was, he was putting them in predicaments that were impossible yeah. So he can show the impossible. He did right. it before they got in the desert, and now he continues that process. He's he's actually allowing them to be in these predicaments to let their faith be strengthened, so that they can they can look at the, to God in these situations, and and trust in God and see God answer. Yeah, but they're looking at God as you know what's the problem. Not trust, but really doubt. Right. And see, he are, if, all of us should have a flask full of water right now if this is really God. Well, this makes me think of those spiritual markers mm-hmm. from that Experience in God book. Yeah. In order for God to demonstrate to you his, his, his goodness or in order for him to demonstrate to you how he'll be your provider or in order for him to demonstrate to you how he'll be your protector, you have to be in a situation to be provided for yes. or to be protected, which means you'll have a period of time to where you might feel lost or, or hurt or suffer yes. or whatever. Yes. Uh, the, you, people, the people wouldn't have the testimony. To get of, you out of the lion's yeah. den, you, you got to go in. in. That's the point. Yes. You know, I wouldn't know God could resurrect someone from the dead if nobody died. Well, uh, <laughs> the same as the famous song by the Andre Crouch in, 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 uh, in, in uh, his award-winning song, Through It All, he said this, I, I, I never, uh, if I never had a problem, I wouldn't know that God can solve them. Mm-hmm. And I never know what faith in his word can do. Mm. Through it all, I've learned to trust in Jesus. Yes. I learned to trust in God. Through it all, I've learned to depend upon his word amen so that's good when we see uh situations obstacles we should look for god 
Right. Not look at God. Yes. Instead of looking at God with, okay, why we got a problem? You know, we should look for God. Okay, God, what are you trying to show me by this problem? What are you going to do that, that's going to build my faith, that's going to show you what testimony are you yes. trying to give me? Yeah. But, again, that's that's a mature view of it. Yeah. It's like not being so focused on, because I'll throw something else in there is, is like not being focused on the problem. Yeah. If all I sit up, I see this thing is an issue. So I, all I do is sit up all day. Lord, it's an issue. Lord, it's an issue. Lord, it's an issue. It's still an issue, God. It's still an issue, God. That issue, as small as it might have been, mm-hmm. or big as it might have been, I don't know. Well, it only got bigger. Well, the mature Since, you know, person says, it's awfully strange that I'm dealing with this right now, God. It it, it looks like a special opportunity for you to do something in me yes. or something to glorify you or Absolutely. both. Absolutely. Help me to stand and withstand. Help me to sustain as I'm patiently waiting on you to reveal what your will is in this. That takes a lot of maturity. Absolutely. Well, you know, and the scripture gives us this template. You say, God, I know that whatever the circumstance is you're using it is working for my good yes how does that look well the bible actually gives you a play-by-play because it tells us in romans chapter 5 that through suffering suffering produces endurance Mm -hmm. and endurance produces character Mm -hmm. and character produces hope so you have this template here that god's showing you the suffering that you're facing is you're actually facing it so that you can learn to endure and it will build your endurance. But while you're in that process of building endurance, your character, it, in other words, your your overall personage, who you are as a human being, mm-hmm. God, I'm coming in and I'm causing you to grow up. I'm That's trusting in the word. So I know, God, I know I'm facing it right now, but God, you said that you're going to be with me and you'll sustain, you'll, you'll sustain me. You'll provide for everything I need. So I'm going to trust you, God, in that part. And I'm not going to worry about. So as you're t- continuing to trust in God and not just focus on what's wrong, now God is building your character through the process. And then here's the best part. Through that, you see that God keeps you. Now your hope yes. in God yes. and in his word, it grows and increases. So that the next form of suffering, whatever it might be that you have to endure, all of a sudden you're equipped and ready to go. Because mm-hmm. and you're and that's like the process. How is it that you become more mature? Well, it's you continue just going back to what we're talking about here. Just trust God. It, the, your, your response in those moments will either keep you bound or, or or grow you to the next level. Right. Yeah. Amen. Moses didn't get in line with them. Uh, you know, he asked God what to do, and God said, "Hit the rock." Amen. And out of the rock. Enough water came out to feed a couple million people. Wow. So we're talking a super big water fountain here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, know, yeah. you know, most people think, oh, yeah, you hit the little rock. No, it was a gusher. God, yeah, God's a gusher. <laughs> yeah, God's a, yeah. yeah you, you don't get a little water fountain stream and feed, uh, and, and two million people get something to drink. Amazing. Enough water. It, it created a river, a doggone lake out in the middle of nowhere. Amazing. Which only. God could, Only you know, God uh, without it raining, I got enough water to feed two million people. God can call things into existence which don't exist. Don't exist. It's amazing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, don't forget how God has provided in the past. That's those spiritual markers. Uh-huh. 
Don't yeah. Whenever God has brought you through your Red Sea, whenever God has delivered you out of your bondage, yeah. whenever God has uh, uh, given you manna in the desert, and whenever God has given you water out of a rock to drink in the wilderness, think about what what He did and yeah. why He did it yeah. and how He did it, and let that spiritual marker, that reference point. Uh, be ready to, to to assist you to hope and trust in God going forward. It what's really cool is how those Israelites would make a monument there. You yes. know, Bethel. You know, here it is. He wrestled with the Lord. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put this rock here. You know, they would always remember those locations where yes. God moved. Yes, it's like man, we got to get. That's one thing I think we really have to get better at. Mm-hmm. Is is exactly this last point because we we are so quick to forget what God has done and. Part of it, I do believe, is because of the type of culture we live in. Mm-hmm. We live in a what have you done for me lately culture. Mm-hmm. So it's not about what you did. It's about what you're doing or what you're going to do. So whatever you did in the past, it's like we've been conditioned so much so now to where it's like, you know, you can, <laughs> yeah, you can, you can, you can, you know, buy the gift. You can, you can show up and do this. You can do that, do this. Okay, yeah, you did that uh, last week, but you ain't did nothing this week. Yes. You know, you see what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. it's like this continue well, with God. It's like, well, you have to slow, learn to slow down with God. Yeah, you have to learn to wait. You have to learn to be patient a lot of the time. And sometimes you know, uh, we go back through the same thing again because we didn't learn the first time. Right, right. And that's good and bad. Mm-hmm. You know. Learn the lesson and give God the glory. Yeah. Repeatedly. I never will go back to drinking and drugs. Mm-hmm. But one of the things I do periodically is share once again that God has delivered me and I'm still delivered. Amen. From drinking and drugs. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I'm able to overcome by the word of my testimony and because of the blood of the Lamb. Amen. And I and, and every time I share that, I'm more and more confident and I'm even stronger of and, and I'm more reminded of his great power and his great love. Yeah. Amen. A lot of people ditch their testimonies. Hmm. You know. Like uh, they gonna find a better one? Well, no, it's like nobody need to know, you know. I was, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody need to know I was like that, you know. Yeah, no. Yeah. But see, here's the thing. While they're trying to keep people from knowing, guess what happens? They, for, they, they forget they themselves. They forget themselves. Yeah. And sometimes because of that, you become more vulnerable than you would be uh, It had you decided to keep God's deliverance in remembrance. Well, I think what that does is it, it hinders your ability to be to have gratitude. Mm-hmm. And by simply remembering what God has done, I, I'm always in a position where I'm thankful. Mm-hmm. I'm always in a position where, you know, I think that opens you up to have joy. Yes. Because because I'm grateful for where I am. Mm-hmm. I can look around and say, man, I got a lot to be thankful for. Yes. So it automatically gives you joy, a sense of joy. Because I remember what I used to do or who I used to be or what I could be doing now had I. Yes. But if when not, you're not for the grace of able, God. When, you, when you're not able to remember that. Mm-hmm. Now you have less gratitude because you forgot about what he did. That's right, and that affects. That's a that's a that's a chain reaction. It affects that ability to have joy. 
you know? I, some Christians would be so much stronger in God if they would just witness more. Mm. If they would just uh, share with a non-believer. Yeah. And, and Or if they would tell their testimony to a believer yeah. in order to strengthen and encourage them, they would be strengthened and encouraged as well. Which which isn't just your advice. That's what Jesus actually tells us to do in Matthew twenty eight, eighteen, and nineteen. Yep. <laughs> you know? So it's not so it's like Jesus has told us how how can you live a, a full and experience a, a full life or a, a, a whole existence mm-hmm. in Christ? Well, these are the things you need to do, you know? And one of those things is you need to you need to be uh my witness. Yeah, you, you need to tell because that's, when you do, it helps you remember. That's why, like Philippians four eight, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, what's that, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, yeah, whatsoever things are good report. If there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Yeah, God, a peace be with you. And your testimony is a good thing. Yeah, amen. You know how God delivered you and saved you. It's a good thing. You know, think on it. And 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 it not only will help you to remember and be strong in your being saved, but when you see other people that you're ministering to that are in like situations, you have faith and hope for them. Amen. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. And and uh, but like you're saying, just just do what Matthew twenty eight, and that's a big part of the problem. Uh, we don't live with a word consciousness Mm-mm. at all times. You know, that's why it's good to have a devotion in the morning. Yeah. You know, because it, it, it starts your day with a word consciousness. Yeah, not a self-consciousness. There you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Deuteronomy 6.17, because Jesus, we know, lived with a, a word consciousness. It says, uh, he remembers 6.17, you shall diligently keep the commandments of the Lord your God and his testimonies and his statutes, which he has commanded you. And you shall do what is right, and good, notice now, in the sight of the Lord. Mm. What's the result? That it may go well with you. And that you may go in and take possession of the good of the land that the Lord swore to give to your fathers. So how many people are not going into the blessed land that God has for them Mm. uh, because they just won't be obedient to the word? Amen. Yeah. Yeah. So listen, uh your father suffered. Uh you you don't have to suffer. Yeah. Yeah. God thrusted out all your enemies before you as as he as he promised. Yeah. You can well, break you can break those generational curses. You can break the generational curse. Yeah. Yeah. By remembering God's word, by trusting in his word, by, by living in his word, by by speaking your testimony, by becoming more spiritually mature, by resisting temptation. Right. You can change the culture and the course of your family history. Amen. That's big. Now, my family, uh, you know, uh, adultery and, and, and getting high, alcohol and drugs. Oh. You know, I got a couple uh, relatives, you know, 15, 16 kids, and most of them by a wife. Mm-hmm, <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But just, right. you know, just whole clans. And, uh, but drunks, man, I can name you, 
you know, uh, cousin drunks, you know, aunt drunks. Yeah. You know, daddy drunk, granddaddy drunk. You know, I mean, I you know, just in aunt drunks, grand, grandma, you know, just, just right. So spirit fell on me. I had to do the right things to, to get past that. Right. It fell on and attacked my son. But but he was able to get gain faith from God delivering me to believe that God could do it for him. Yeah. And God did it for him. Amen. Yeah. So, and we're praying that Joshua never has that problem. Amen. Yes. We have no reason to test God when you trust and obey his word. Yeah, you, you don't have to play games with God. Don't play games. Don't play games. Just do what he says. Right. So that it, things may go well for you and so that you can enjoy the promises that God has. Cause, cause, and the next thing I want to say along with that, obedience to God's word leads blessings. to blessings. Facts. You know what's crazy about that is, is when you talk to somebody and you ask them, and I do, I do this, mm-hmm. what's the end result? If you stay on the street, what's the end result? Dead or in jail. They already know that. Mm-hmm. Nobody questions that. Dead or in jail. Even if you make a lot of money, dead or in jail. Mm-hmm. That's the end. What's the end result if you if you give your life to Jesus? Life probably be pretty good. They, they all will say that. They every single one of them will say that. Yeah. Okay. If you know that to be true, what's the hold up? It go back to the heart. It go back to, well, at the end of the day, you still are you playing games. When you yes. said that, that's what triggered my mind. Yeah. You're you you got this temptation to keep testing God and His grace towards you. You mm-hmm. keep saying things like. I'll do it when I got time. You still playing games then? If you if you saying that, you that's that's the game. The Russian roulette. You put the bullet in the gun. Spiritual Russian the, roulette. That's all mm-hmm. you doing. You playing games with God. Yeah, I get some clicks off. Yeah, and I put it down before I actually blow my head off. I'll keep taking these chances, but mm-hmm. the, the crazy part is is that by and large, the majority. I ain't gonna say everybody, but by and large, the majority. They all know. You ask them the question: What's the end result? Dead mm-hmm. or in jail? What's the end result? You go to, with God. Oh, life. I'll get better. Yeah, I'm gonna do better things. Yeah. It's you playing games with God. I'm You're, giving up too much pleasure, and I'm, I got too much work to do to yep. get closer to God. No, the, the lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, the pride of, and life. The pride of life is still so heavy in my heart mm-hmm. that I can't let it go. Mm-hmm. Even though I know that the lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life is going to either kill me or, or let me gonna destroy you. It's, it's, it's gonna you're going to suffer life. and then have yep. your soul destroyed for no good reason. Yep, it's not worth it. Not at all. Yeah. yeah. And and the loving God gives you everything you need Ooh. to to be victorious. Yes. You know, you got the word, you got the angels, you got the Holy Spirit on the inside. You have everything you, you got need. The church, you got the body of Christ. Yes. To to help you to stand and and to and to live victoriously. Uh but you gotta really want it. Right. Uh, it's there. Yeah. But you, you got to have a heart for it. Jeez. Deuteronomy 6.20 says, When your son asks you in time to come, what is the meaning of the testimonies and the statutes and the rules that the Lord our God uh, has commanded you? Then you shall say to your son, We were Pharaoh's slaves in Egypt, and the Lord brought us out of Egypt. Watch this, with a mighty hand. Mm. Yeah, it wasn't hard. It wasn't. It, 
it was a it was a great thing that he did, but he's he's got a mighty hand. He has the strength to do it. And the Lord showed signs and wonders, great and grievous, against Egypt and against Pharaoh and all his 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 household before our eyes. He did it to them, and we saw it, mm. but none of it happened to us. Instead, he brought us out from there that he might bring us in and give us the land that he swore to our fathers. So they're saying, oh, we saw the water, uh, you know, turn into blood. Right. Uh, we saw their water turn to blood, but we still had water to drink. Mm. Just imagine how thirsty people got. That's crazy. Just imagine, you know, a couple of days, all water is blood, mm-hmm. and and blood deteriorates. So right, it stinks. Yeah, that ain't pretty. Yeah, so that water didn't just get bloody; it stayed bloody and stunk bloody. Yeah, but not the Israelites' water. It's amazing. Yeah, you know, hand to God, and He did. Uh, the locusts, the gnats, the darkness, the hell, even to killing the firstborn. He did all of those plagues, but none of those things, and especially the last one, their firstborn didn't die mm-hmm. if they were obedient right? and put and the, the blood, blood doorpost. over their doorposts. Yeah. And if we get put the blood over our spiritual doorposts, uh, the death angel won't come to our house either. Jesus. And then, can you imagine walking through the middle of this huge river on dry land? land. And the water's there. It's just standing up. On either side. On either side. You know, like there's a plate plate of glass there holding it. Yeah. But there's no glass. It's amazing. Yeah, and is if if it doesn't hold, you're gonna drown. Mm. But it held long enough for two million people and their stuff to go from one side to, to the, the other, other without a drop touching any of them. Hands down, best moment in any movie, uh, animated movie, Prince of Egypt, mm-hmm. when Moses separate that water. Yeah. I remember watching that as a kid. Yeah, I was like. Oh, this is how it happened. Yeah. You know, I just was, even now looking at this image, it's just like. Well, here's the thing we got to (laughs) remember. Lord have mercy. This is not special effects. This has really happened. This really happened. And and that's the part, you can only imagine how pivotal this is. Again, spiritual markers. Mm -hmm. But how pivotal this is and why it is that the Israelite people were able to hold on to faith in God Yes, for all the years afterward, mm-hmm. it's because their parents, their their father's fathers and mother's mothers and so forth could always tell the story and say, we're not saying something fantastical that is, we watched. Saw with our own eyes. The whole sea split down the middle. And we walked across it. This wasn't mass hallucination because everybody mm-hmm. had the same story. Yeah. You know? So it's... Too many witnesses. It, yeah. It, it's... 
So with that being said, then, you know, again, going back to remembering what God has done for you in the past, mm-hmm. I think one of the unfortunate things that, and it's a mistake that we make. We say, God, if you do a miracle in my life, I would believe and trust in you like these people did in the Bible. Not realizing. Yeah. Well, well, here's the thing. Not realizing that God already has. Yes. Has God not taken take, uh, taken your unbelieving heart mm-hmm. and filled it with faith? Greatest miracle in <laughs> my know? in my mind. Greatest miracle that is is a, a soul that's saved. A, is that not a miracle? You know, mm-hmm. it, it's a, a person who hated God. Mm-hmm. And you transform to, to love now, God now and to want to yes. be and seek to be just like him. And it's trying to tell you about him. Yes. It, how is that not a miracle? Yes. When you see the person whose life has literally turned around, they were that person who was on drugs, addicted to whatever. Yes. You know, uh, just, you know, a sex, overly sexed and all this other type of stuff. And next thing you know, they're just in love with Jesus. Yes. That's a miracle. It's an absolute miracle. And and to stay, Lord have mercy. You know, uh fighting against temptation. Yes. You know, saying no to the pleasures of sin. Yes. You know, having come into the realization of the goodness of God. Right. Uh it, it is a miracle. At some point it's like you got to take accountability accountability and say I I didn't come to Jesus because I didn't want to come to Jesus. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with all these excuses people make. Mm-hmm. Oh, if this was happening then maybe I do. Oh, if that was happening maybe it has nothing to do with any of that stuff. All these excuses, it really has to do with the lust of the eye, the, the lust, lust of the of flesh, flesh, and the pride of life. Pride of life. And they got you hooked. Yeah. You, That's you, really what I don't want to leave. I don't want to leave this and nope. go do God because, you know, I mean, it may not be wrong. Yep. But, I mean, it may be wrong, but, you know, I so do like it sometimes. Yeah. If loving you is wrong. I don't want to be wrong. I don't want to be wrong. <laughs> Yeah. That's all it is. That's that crazy mindset. And, and not one of the other miracles that I think, because uh, Red Sea opened like a, and stayed open like a day or two, right? Mm-hmm. But for 40 years, they had a visual presence of God with them mm. 24 hours a day. Yep. A pillar of, of cloud, you know, cloud standing up, you know, like a, a building, stayed with them. Over the ark. It's amazing. For 40 years. It's amazing. And at night, when they couldn't see the cloud, the, the cloud turned into fire. That's amazing. And it burned all night for 40 years. Yeah. What was it burning? Nothing. What was the moisture and whatever that caused the cloud? None. It's God. Yeah. That's the answer. Yeah. You know? God is our cloud by day. Yeah. God is our pillar by fire at night. Yeah. He's always there. Mm. So we don't have to fear. We don't have to fall. We don't have to tempt God. We can trust God. Yeah. Because he's proven himself always to be trustworthy. Amen. Yeah. And so we should pass this on. Pass on to others God's instruction so that they may honor him too. Amen. Yeah. That's what we're talking about, being a witness. Yes. If, if he's been good to you, 
You ought to say so. Share that with somebody. Yes. That's the message they need to hear. Amen. That's the that's the so many people are looking to be free who are bound. Ooh. And have no idea. Mm-hmm. Okay, the Israelite people had no idea how good liberty was going to be until they actually had it. And then even after having it, we're almost tempted to go back to it. Yes. They didn't really understand what the liberty, and I think that's, you know, I see that now. Yeah. They look at, if I become a Christian and I'm living by the Bible, they look at all the things they they don't have anymore. Mm-hmm. Here they are in the desert. Man, when we were slaves, at least we still had this and that. You're not a slave. Yes, freedom. You're you're literally free to live your life. I'm going to go and I'm going to be a slave in bondage uh, so that I can have a favorable menu. Makes no sense. I think the food tastes better when you're free. That's just that's just me though. I, I, that's what I think. I just think it tastes a little better when yeah, you're free. Yeah, when you free and it's free, it's yeah. real good. Ab- okay. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Uh, uh the the Moses was said the people were to tell their young, and the Lord God commanded us to do all these statutes to fear the Lord God for our good. Amen. Yeah. Always. Rever- yeah, always. That he might preserve us alive as we are this day. And and here's how we get to righteousness. And it will be righteousness for you if we are careful. You got to be careful. Otherwise, mm-hmm. it won't happen. Mm-hmm. To do all this commandment before the Lord our God as he has commanded us. Listen and follow. Yeah, we gotta be, we've got to... Be careful, not let it slip, not take it for granted, not tr- treat it as a light thing. No, I'm not going to do part of what it says. I'm going to make make an effort to do all of what it says. Yeah. And you will find yourself exponentially blessed. Oh, one plus one will be nine, and two plus two will be 35. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in God. Yes. Yeah, it, it, he changes the math. Oh, he works miracles with the man. Amen. Uh, when we are trusting and obedience. We, we experience God's faithfulness as we obey his word. The key there, absolutely well, highlighted, but obey. Mm-hmm. obey and the scripture says, draw nigh unto God. Grow closer to him, and he will grow closer to you. Amen. And his presence will keep you. It will sustain you. Uh, he'll make that so because of his great love. And finally, uh, Deuteronomy 625 says, and it will be, uh, uh, I think I re- I'm going to repeat this again, it will be righteousness for you if we are careful to do all this commandment before the Lord our God as he has commanded us that he might preserve us alive as we are this day. Look, he's the only one that can preserve us alive. Yes. We can't preserve ourselves. He's the doctor can't do it. He's the only one. Right. Our days, uh, our times are in his hands. Uh, only in his grace or in his power can can we live another day. You know, it's like the best we can do is life support. Yes. You know, a person on life support, they're they're not they're not there so much as they're just their body's functioning, so to speak. Mm-hmm. That's the best we can do. If you really mm. want to experience life, it's God got to be there. Yes. 
God has to be involved because he is literally the source of life. Yes. He's the source of existence. He's the source of, you know, animate purpose. I actually have something to do because God is the one who gave me the, the vision the, the of desire, what he wants. The, the vision and then the desire to carry out that vision. Yes. And to live it out. And the skills. And the skill, all of that, and the ability, yeah. Yeah. the power, right? Oh, yeah. All of that. God is the one who provides life. Mm-hmm. So apart from him, so looking at that scripture, he's the one then who gives it and preserves it. Yes. God can't give it, but then I'm the one who causes it. No, I don't, if I could do it myself, I wouldn't need God. At all. <laughs> I, I'd be God. I would be God. Exactly. So The fact that you yeah, can't. That's it. You need a God, and thank God. That tells you everything. We know who know. and where he is. Mm-hmm. Therefore, we should respond to God's love with confident trust and confident faithfulness. Amen. We should be faithful to him out of our confidence in him. We should trust him out of our confidence in him. Because of his love yes. toward each and every one of us. Amen. Yeah. Don't 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 be tempted to test God. Very well said. Yeah. Very well said. Yeah. Trust him. And obey his word. Well, I mean that that about wraps it up, man. Um this was a great conversation. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of, you know, side streets we, we went down a little bit, but I think Overall, I think every person who listened today mm-hmm. will, t- will have something to take away from it. But I just hope that for every person who listened is is simply to know, don't play games with God. No. You know what God requires of you. So don't play games with God. Obey. 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 And God says, you will be blessed. Blessed. If you obey. And the beautiful is like, I can't tell you all the way. It's going to be so good. To Exceeding abundantly above all that you can ask. Yes, sir. All that you can even think. Amen. Amen. I'm going to pray this out. Heavenly Father, thank you for being so good. Thank you, Lord. In spite of us, Lord, you remain who you are, a loving God. One that has chosen not just to be God, but to also be our Father. And we are grateful, Lord, that you have called us apart from sin in the world to be a part of this righteous and holy family. God, I pray that each and every Christian would just uh, trust and believe and hope in you, Lord. Yes, Lord. That they might gain confidence and they that they might experience and and truly receive all that you have for their lives. And God, for the young ones that are still challenged, build up their faith, God. Oh, Jesus, yes. Build it up, Lord. Even our little ones, build them up, Lord, in their faith in you. They might trust you and seek you, Lord, and you might answer and bless them all the days of their lives. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. For being a trusting, a trustworthy God. Thank you, Lord. That we can trust in. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, we want to thank you once again for joining us today. Again, like, share, subscribe to the channel. Um, that's it for us today. That's Pastor John Matthews. I'm Pastor Stephen Bertolo. Oh, if you want to join us in person, 
can join him. Meet him at Lake Vista 6201. Did I say that? 1401. 1401. 1401. 62nd Avenue South. South. There it is. I'm at Enoch Davis Center, 1111 18th Avenue South, Sundays at 11 a.m. So God bless you guys. We'll Hope catch to you guys see again. you in the place. Absolutely. Next week, we'll see you